we start off high energy. You know what I mean? Don't talk like I'm talking right now. <laughs> I work off of y'all energy, so the more hype y'all get, the more hype I'll get. Um, yeah, y'all ready? Well, let's rock. Let's do it. Damn. It's like you was about to get one. One that noise reminded me of like some blank man shit. <laughs> he said, "Dude, <laughs> that was the first note from the theme song." Dude, <laughs> all right, I guess we're definitely ready. Keep all that shit. Not much, man. Chilling, chilling, chilling. What's good? Perfect. Perfect. Perfect talk podcast. We are back. (laughs) Episode four. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. It happened. It happened. It happened. I can't say I. Well, let's give him the background story for those who don't know. Carmelo has officially got the side piece. He got his side pregnant, man. It does happen. It does happen. But um, he is married. uh, married Yeah, she's married to Lala. It kind of comes with the territory. You dating basketball players? I mean, you've heard the story. That's not an excuse. Yeah, I mean, that's not an excuse. <laughs> we, we see where Chris at, man. I, I don't <laughs> sound like Kobe right now. <laughs> I mean, you seen Shaq? You seen? Speaking of, you seen Kobe? You seen people get caught out there, Jordan? Everybody, it's rough. You, it, I asked the last episode. You know what I mean? And, and I, I, like I said, I didn't really see. I asked what what was the appeal with uh, like Ciara dating dudes with the bad boy image and acts the same thing now you know what's the appeal of dating a basketball player but i know the answer more with the basketball players is that guap you know what i mean and yeah the whole lifestyle the whole <laughs> yeah. lifestyle is definitely different but i mean people make it work like there's definitely many of uh basketball players who doing the right thing who haven't got their side pieces pregnant yeah I at mean, least they're smart enough to not yeah. do that yeah. <laughs> uh, i mean i'm sure there's more of an allure to it though when yeah. you look at like for instance like notorious big be like why would you date a playboy like that you know they would ask may ask faith that but i heard he's a real charismatic dude he's really yeah. smart you yeah. fall in love with that you only really know the character that you see of him on television yeah, on yeah. Social media, so and, totally different people and lala yeah. had a, had exposure to a certain um you before know, carmelo before carmelo yeah. she had exposure to she has a certain network because she's been a celebrity even before carmelo before exactly. we knew about carmelo we knew about lala, lala. from mtv direct effect yeah, la 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 la. Yeah, so um, yeah, so um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. If, I'm sure the money helps because she can't date anyone broken than her. But can't she? She can't. Oh, not that she can't. Yeah, I missed. I, I misspoke. Not that she can't. But she would tend not to date someone who's broken than her. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't have a chance at Lala. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, because it's the circles that people are in, right? You know what I mean? Usually, people birds of a feather usually flock together. But I also want to say this because I, I didn't want to put the the young lady out there like that. I don't want to call her a side piece because we really don't know the full story. You know what I'm saying? So she might be the main chick, right? Yo, you yo, hey, hey, spill that tea. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Why you made that face? Mm, mm. That's, that's what I heard you mm-hmm. say. Play over here, spilling the tea. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, but like, what, you wanna, do you want to say her name or? Uh, yeah. What uh, is it? Is it Mia? Uh, or Maya. 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 Mia. 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 I guess. M-I-M-I-M-I-A. Either way, and they have a baby girl on the way. Nice. Wow. 
Um, Blended families are working. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a part <laughs> happens. Swiss and Alicia. Yeah. Yo. Alicia Keys has a song about that on her album. Yeah. It's, it's, it's called, isn't it called Blended Family? Or Blended Love or something? I thought something like that. Yeah. ASAP yeah. Rocky on it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's that's pretty song, cool. Yeah. She's talking to like Swiss's kids and like. Yeah. Versus, yeah, like, that's I, I, I would have cited that song as, as a um, if I was Carmelo trying to get back in there with Lala, I'd be like, listen, man, I mean, Alicia Keys is doing it. You right. can't do it. <laughs> it's Alicia Keys. Yeah. <laughs> well, Alicia Keys is the side chick in that story, you know. She's she. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but but that's the thing too. Not because when but the difference between those two though, Swiss was having weren't they going through issues though. Yeah, but yeah. and that's what I'm saying with Carmelo. That's why I'm, you know, it's kind of like, well, what really happened? I mean, we don't know. I think we'll never know the the real side because I feel like you got to really be in the mix and know what's up. But I mean, damn, from from the outside, in which we are on the outside looking in, it's like, yo, Carmelo and Lala. You never really heard any elevator stories from them. <laughs> like, you never heard a lot uh, of things. There was there was. Uh, Kevin Garnett. There was a situation. Remember, she had like oh, with the Cheerios, the yeah, Honey Nut Cheerios. But they had separated for a little bit. I think at that point they did. Yeah, that's why Carmelo was oh, so mad about not. that. Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that. That's news to me. Yeah, I thought no, it was just prior to that they were separated. I think they had gotten back together at oh, that point. Oh, see, I, then, I never even knew that. Yeah, KG tried to like say something funny, like like he smashed essentially. And yeah, the Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, but that's the only thing I ever heard because you know what I mean. Like you hear funny. Funny things. Like, I don't pay that much attention to them, but that's like I said, the only attention, the only mm. thing I heard that that would have been in their relationship. But you never know what's going on. It's, it's yeah. 2017. It's like uh, the the girlfriends or the mains, they not winning. Yeah, they not <laughs> and, winning. And also, like uh, as far as the the quote unquote side piece thing, giving her that title. Um, also, they were saying that she's a stripper, and when I think TMZ came out saying she's a dancer, but implying that she's a an exotic dancer, but. I mean, some sources say that she's a social worker and that she uh, recently got her master's from Northwestern University. So, you know, there's that other thing about the image of the girl money chasing. They probably just had a night of fun, but, you know, Carmelo didn't want to, you know, his jeans was on the floor. He didn't want to reach for the rapper. So, (laughs) (laughs) And that might have happened several nights, you know what I'm saying? The imagery happens to paint a better story. I mean, the story, I think, came out through TMZ. Um but it's, it's like when a cop shoots a black dude or something like that, then they want to bring up, well, he did smoke weed. He yeah. didn't go to school. So, you know, because some, something paints a better picture, I guess, to have her as a stripper. Yeah. To have her as And, and that's the whack part to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You really don't get that side, you know, from the side piece. But also, I ain't going to let her off the hook. I'm, I don't think that she didn't know who Carmelo Anthony was. And assuming that she knew that, that oh, she yeah. probably knew who his wife was. And you got to take what comes with that. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm not here to point fingers or judge anybody. Everybody does what they do. But uh, yeah, you got to you got to take it. If, if I were to mess with a married chick and somebody want to come press me out somewhere, I, mean, I got to handle that. I, that's the bet I made. You know what I mean? So man. That's how I do my cardio because, you know, I, I got to be able to run, man. <laughs> <laughs> I run this 4'6", 40-yard dash, man. It's, it ain't no joke. <laughs> just, just for cases in which I might get into a fight. Like, I thought I was training for the marathon. <laughs> yeah. Trying to outrun these niggas. <laughs> yeah. What What do you guys think the outcome might be? Like, if you had to call it, uh, separate. Uh, I don't. I don't. You can't really call it. You know what I mean? Brad and uh, Angelina. Try, you know what I mean? They not together. Uh, what's the other one? Ben and Jen. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They They not together. You know what I mean? Stuff, people. Some people work it out. Some people. Uh, some people don't. Actually, my question more so than why the females are, are attracted to these dudes. I understand that one hundred percent. Um. So why do these dudes want to get married? 
Like if if you were to put me at, and also I have the privilege of hindsight, so everything is I'm thir- I'm 32 now. But if you were to put me at 18, 19, 20 years old, and put me in the NBA. I don't necessarily think I'd want to get married. You know what I mean? I I, I actually might be out here like Lou Williams. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. he was in Toronto. You know what I mean? Like and living it up, doing it up. Like I don't I don't see the appeal to that. Cause then, I mean, you know, I don't know if they have a prenup or not. But if if you don't, you end up paying for that in the end. You know what I mean? And for what? Like you, that's what I don't. And maybe Keith could answer because you're getting married soon and. Man. You might be more pro marriage than I am, but not that I'm anti marriage. But you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm anti marriage too. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she don't. I hope she don't listen to the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. She don't even know I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm totally pro marriage. I would say to what? Yeah, it sounds like your question is why would a dude who has so much opportunity at a bunch of beautiful women, you know, and on any given night, why would they want to get married to ha- to commit themselves to one woman for the rest of their life? To marry a person, as with any decision, it it's all about one decision you make at one moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then the moment the decisions that come thereafter each morning, you ask yourself, "Do I want to get married?" But when you make the initial decision, it's kind of like today. I think I'm ready. So when I was younger, probably when I was a teenager, one of my best friends that got married young. Um, he was about 20 years old, mm-hmm. and but he was really successful in his career. Like he was moving up and everything, and he felt like. What he said is that he felt like he was ready. He was ascending in life, and he needed. And he felt he needed a partner, and he was ready to have a partner to take that ride with him. So I can see how somebody would want to get married, even though they have so so many opportunities. You know what I'm saying? So I'm getting married. I'm turning 33. I'm gonna be 33 years old when I get married. You know, I'm still. I still got some good years ahead of me if I were to want to be out there in the cesspool that they call single life. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'm choosing to get married, and the hope is is that I made a great decision, and I, I trust that I do. And I think Carmelo thought that, really, really thought that he did. Just as with any basketball player who gets married, when you look at Steph Curry, you look at Chris Paul, you look at LeBron James. You know, as far as we can see, that a lot of them are doing it right. So you know. Unfortunately, Carmelo did it wrong, so I don't question his decision, but I do question the decision he made that morning Morning when he said he woke up a married man and then impregnated another woman. So I think that's that's what it's about. You got to live with that, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, on a different note, you know I mean? let's move on to your man Bill O'Reilly. You got caught out in these streets on uh, some sexual harassment charges. Uh, he's working for Fox News, right? He worked for Fox News. Yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah, he was let go. Uh, there seems that, the, uh, I think from what I see, there were a few complaints of sexual harassment in the past, and he's had to like uh, make payouts and settlements um, in terms of that. Fox News made about $13 million uh, in settlements to women uh, related to sexual misconduct charges with Bill O'Reilly. Crazy payoffs. And he was able to keep his job at the time, and, and you know, after... These settlements are paid. He went on a um, vacation. Correct. Until New York <laughs> Times uncovered that stuff and did their investigations and found out about the thirteen million. Oh, so it wasn't a new case. That, like, these are up. these are old. No, these aren't new cases. This like over the years, Fox News paid out thirteen million bucks to to um, a collection of women over the years, like and an then, aggregate. Yeah, he's being fired now because that information went public. Correct. It's too hot. Yeah, pretty much. They tried to save him. Like, oh, but now so that they try the, to keep it suppressed, keep it on the low. But exactly. Now we have no choice other than we have to let you go. Exactly. Wild if we yep. don't, I got you. Yeah. Um. That's yeah. That's easy. He got caught out there. Yeah. I, I heard he was trying to use the uh, disguise of trying to like give these girls guidance. 
So like, yeah, let me. I'll teach you how to get ahead in the business, and then Bill Cosby. He's trying to get get ahead in the pants. Yo, that's what the bills be about. When you think about all the bills, O'Reilly, Cosby, and Clinton, they all, they all, they all did some sexual misconduct under the guise of of guidance. You don't say mentorship. Like putting Bill Cosby in this category, yo. I think it's too. He is his own category. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm doing false equivalents, but you know what I'm saying. Like, if you in the in the biz and you you see Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby was a god in the entertainment industry. To any gender, age, race, anything, he was like the man. So if if you were entertainer and you know you're an attractive woman, like you know, Mr. Cosby, what's up? And then things get a little go a little bit left. Then she you ain't drop. even know it. Yeah, she ain't even <laughs> she know. Ain't even know. Then a couple, a couple drugs get dropped in a couple drinks. Next thing you know, your heroes are gone, man. Word. Now we all in the champagne. <laughs> Pudding popped. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, man. Perfect podcast. Word, man. I'm trying to get a Disney deal. You are here. <laughs> Pudding pop. Yeah. Yeah man. <laughs> yeah, man. With Bill O'Reilly, um, he got off. Though. He got paid. He got like paid out. <laughs> Basically, like, and he's yeah, and, and he's doing podcasts right now. Is he? So yeah, he right back he's back Yeah, that's, that's so. He, okay, so oh, not, that's not, not, not on up, Fox. But... It's like his own little no, independent. Yeah, his own thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah, he's our competition. Fuck you, Bill. <laughs> All the bills, <laughs> nah, except no, for um, Clay. <laughs> that's like, but that's like your man Trump out here talking about grabbing by the pussy and you know what I mean, like what. Do, He's the president now, you know what I mean? He ain't served nothing for that. Yeah. He won the presidency off of grabbing pussy. Grabbing yeah. by the pussy. That's nuts, yo. He did, he did, he did like a speech for like... For, <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, imagine if, if Obama... Like, if Obama did like one one hundredth of that, if he said, uh, you know, that girl over there is hot, and then people would have freaked out, he would have gotten impeached right that second. Just put him on the glass. Wait, what do you want to say? What do you want to say, Keith? That, that girl. Uh, <laughs> that, that girl over there. She she's hot. She's <laughs> she, she's uh hot stuff. <laughs> Don't let it be a white chick either, you know. What I'm oh, man. Remember when he sat next to that white lady? I, I forgot. Um, was that meme that was going around? And, he, uh, he was talking to her a little. He too was much. talking to. Her, it was. Uh, he was between Michelle and and that white lady, and he was just like talking to too much. And the next thing you know, the next picture you see is they switch seats. Now Michelle's <laughs> sitting between him and that late same lady. They don't play that shit. Listen, yeah, man. Michelle know the deal. Even when uh, those pictures with Beyonce, you ever see the pictures? When nah. on the president, <laughs> you got pull those up. The president, when uh, Obama was um like when he gave in, he went leaned in to give like Beyonce a hug and all of that. Mm-hmm. You just see Michelle side eyeing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what she got? <laughs> like yo, B, I, I listen. Don't make me slide up in whole DMs. She like you ain't fucking my shit up. Word. Like, I got, I got shit to do. Hell yeah. I got shit to do. Nah, but yeah, it's just uh. It's an interesting thing, man. When when people even start talking about Trump, I just I try to take like several breaths, so I don't go too too. You can't far. get too emotional about it. You know what it is? Not even emotional. Some some things are just like you hear it's Trump talk, twenty four seven. Like he's yeah. always doing some shit. Yeah, had a rally you know? last night, right? Yeah, yo, he's always. Do- and I'm not saying he's not supposed to do things, you know, because he is the president. Even when they were talking about the whole thing with the missiles, North Korea, like. We got a lot of shit going on in the U.S. And people yeah. don't even pay attention to it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, because he says crazy shit. So like, yeah, he's, it's he, the throw off. Yeah. He's he's the throw off man. And, and it twists your, your um it twists our perspective exactly. on things because there's big things going on. You, you know, when you mentioned missiles and immigration exactly. stuff and um, the racism and uh, increase in anti-Semitic stuff going on in the country. You tend to forget about that stuff because he's saying wacky shit like grabbing people by the vaginas. <laughs> so. And as, as like a news show, I mean, we plan out our podcast. We, we talk about different subjects. As a news show, they're doing the same thing. And they're yeah. like, yo, we could talk about all that wild shit, or we could just talk about this wild comment he just made. You know Word. what I mean? And we got, now they're dedicating half the time to his wild comments that should have been going to something else. You know what I mean? And it's, it's the media's fault as much as anybody else for giving it so much attention, but that's the 25-hour media cycle we got. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, now, it's interesting, man. Hey. Why we got a podcast out here to inform y'all. Word. <laughs> Perfect talk. You know, what talk else is going on in the world? These football players is wilding. A lot of football players just got paid because the NFL draft happened uh, this past Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Um, so it, it went down. A lot of people got a little new money in their pockets. One of them being your man Joe Mixon, mm. uh, famous Oklahoma running back. Uh, famously known for punching a white girl in her face on college campus after a dispute that they got into. Um, he was suspended for a year um, and it came back and set the world on fire, you know what I mean, and made it to the NFL. All right, yeah, so actually Joe Mixon got drafted by the Bengals, which isn't a bad team for him to go to because uh, they got some wild boys over there. Yeah, well, <laughs> he, he could get sound mentorship from uh, Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jones. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he could know how to act in a strip club, you know Yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> He learned how to shoot a forty-five. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, so to give some context to it, explain a little bit. So about well, what Joe Mixon did. I know he punched a white girl in the face, but like, all right, just, all right. there was a dispute on campus. Apparently, if you see the video, you can go to YouTube or if, you know, what I mean, um, check it out. Type in Joe Mixon uh, punches girl in the face, and I'm sure it'll pop up. Uh, there was a dispute that happens outside of where the camera shot is showing you. Then yeah. from the camera shot is inside. So the girl is inside the store talking with her friends, and you, you it's a uh, split screen, so you see Joe walk in, and mm-hmm. the second Joe walks in, she already knows something's up. You can tell by her reaction. Uh, he walks over to her. He's has some words with the guy that she's with. Um, I, I think from the reports, he says something like uh, homophobic uh, to the guy. Um, and then at that point, the girl gets really upset. Uh, I believe she calls him the N-word. They say that she um, she hit him. If you watch the video, she does kind of like, you know, give him a hit. Um, and he kind of like flinches at her the first time, kind of like he wants to do it. He thought about it. And he like, was like, ooh, I would yeah. And I don't think, I don't want to put thoughts in his head, but I, maybe that didn't get a reaction out of her enough, or maybe <clears throat> she just kept going. <laughs> I see, but, I'm going to have to slap a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever reason he thought about it, and it, it, yeah. you know, and his, he cocked back. Yeah, in his mind, he threw a haymaker, Jesus. and it was, it was a pretty good one. I think he broke some bones in the face. Um, she was, she was out pretty good and um <laughs> uh she definitely took a nap <laughs> and he walked out so um yeah it happened you know he got in trouble for it i don't believe he got in any actual like jail time or anything like that but he was suspended from the team for a year um and he had to sit it out and but then he came back he had the opportunity to come back and he blew he set the world on fire you know what i mean like i said he, now he's on the Bengals. <clears throat> um that girl dropped a statement recently because uh they settled Mm-hmm. Um and you know I mean basically saying that her and Joe spoke, um, he didn't make the right decision at that time and sh- neither did she. Yeah. Um. Now obviously neither did she. What, what that? She said that that she was at fault as well. There was things that she could have handled better in this. That situation. must have been in the settlement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. well yeah. The, the For her to say, say that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, the she dropped that the week of the draft. 
um, basically. So perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. It was a kind of an exchange for an exchange thing because if you figure a settlement, it's kind of just you usually pay people to be quiet. Yeah, it's the and, hush uh, money. Go away. Yeah, but he actually paid her to talk. And um, she made that statement, and he went in the second round, which if you know anything about the NFL draft, um, the higher you go, the more you get paid. Mm. So you want to go, you know, be one of those top picks in the first round, which he probably would have been had this not had, happened. Yeah, minus yeah. that. So, uh, you know, you, gotta, you, got, you definitely had to pay, and I'm sure he's still going to pay a little bit more. Um, Why does that ha- That happens so much. That's like a trend with in um, just the community in general. When someone's on a higher status and when – uh, about to receive an award or <clears throat> just moving forward in their career, we pull up the the most dirt we can find. Oh, that's the that's I definitely mean, yeah, in the NFL draft. Yeah, especially with the athletes. Like I see it yeah. so it's so common now. There was even um there was also someone I I forgot who the guy name was with uh, Little Wayne. They were all talking about him. He just he just got drafted. I believe it was for football. Okay, and. Next thing you know, they were talking about how great he was, but then someone was like, "Yeah, they pulled up. Uh, uh, it was like a rape charge from a while ago." Mm, yeah, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, what I'm happened. talking about. I forgot um, his name. It wasn't a while ago, but yeah, he uh, he was charged with rape at a hotel. Yeah. Um, and the girl, he wasn't arrested though. She made a police report. He was never arrested. He was never arrested. And yep. the girl went to the hospital and got a rape kit done, and I don't think they know the results, or they're just not releasing anything. But he still has not been arrested, which would lead you to believe. Uh, this was kind of like a blackmail type of type of situation, um, or just to like ruin his draft status situation. Similar thing happened to Nate Parker, the director and exactly. star of The Birth of a Nation, when mm-hmm. they brought um, they brought up his rape acquittal from when he was 19 years old in college, mm-hmm. and the fact that one of his co-producers um, was actually convicted of the same crime. Mm. Yeah, uh, at the time, so a lot of people brought that up when he. When you know all the press hit for the birth of a nation, he was trying to drum up some some energy around it. People kind of countered that. And that wasn't his first movie. He, he's been in stuff before. He's right? been, been in stuff before. Yeah, so why, many of things. But they, no one ever felt the need to do it because now this is his project. Exactly. exactly. He had the most to lose. Okay. And a lot of people, a lot of people, um, kind of tried to appeal to Gabrielle Union to to I guess oppose him publicly because mm-hmm. she's a rape survivor. Gotcha. Yeah. So there was that whole thing. Mm, and my my question is too for you guys if someone has committed a crime or you know whatever it is that they went through if the if it was acquitted whatever how much time before we can actually just put it to rest you know what i'm saying like if if you went and even if you did, if you committed it and you served time i think that should just like just leave it you know? Yeah. I, I, I in some situations you may have to like, you know, bring it back up like if you child molestation and that's what, next yeah, thing that's you know you working you working at uh Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. I mean we got <laughs> no, we, we gotta run it, but you know, when is enough enough? Like when is enough time, you know? Everything is, is I think um subjective. So if my life experience I have a kid, so I might think a child molester is definitely like the unforgivable act. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, a rape victim might think rape is the unforgivable act. Exactly. Um, I, I, I actually don't think you should forgive either of those. You know what I mean? I, but some people are going to say, well, you wouldn't forgive a rapist, but you'd forgive a murderer. You'd forgive someone who took someone from this world. You know what I mean? So exactly. it's like certain things. Um, when it comes to that, I kind of just kind of separate myself from it and feel like this society that we have is built on a justice system and it's not the perfect system but it's built where if you did you know it's meant to be if you did the crime then you do the time you do the time and then now you can try to however you come out is how you come out but the thought process is that you're going to come out a little bit differently a little bit better um 
I give you, you know what I mean? We're supposed to give those people the benefit of the doubt and allow them to bounce back. So Ray Rice, you know what I mean? He, I felt like he 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 punched a woman in the face, right? We knew something happened and, on that elevator. And dragged her out of the <laughs> elevator. Say, yeah. That first video that dropped was him dragging her out of the elevator. You So whatever happened on that elevator, you knew it was wild already, but it was in, left to our imaginations Nations to figure to it actually, out. Yep. So, but once we had a video, then it became 10 times worse. And I think that's just every situation is going to be different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything is just going to be like, well, what, when you got video of this, it's different because we can never get that image out of our head now. You know what I mean? And um, like I said, I just try to personally have it as you, you, you do the crime, you do the crime. So you do the crime, you do the time. I'm a religious person, so I feel like, you know, you ask for forgiveness, you know, we yeah. forgive people. Um, if something terrible happened to me, I, I would hope I'd be one of those people that you see on the news that are able to forgive their attackers or, or the person that, that took me or took someone from them. I'd wish to have that type of peace in life. But like I said, everything. Yeah, I mean, because what ends up happening is that I feel like um, these people, when they do live with whatever charges, it's like a reverse effect. So now they're the ones that actually end up doing more suffering than anyone. You know, like even when you take a look at the Chris Brown with Rihanna, uh-huh. he still he still goes through that. And even right now, his situation really isn't the best. I mean, they say he's a drug user, X, Y, Z, Z, Y, X, but... He had another girlfriend say the same thing, right? Yeah. Carucci, I mean, you know... He beat up his friends. I saw nah. a headline that there were, like, reports, like... Yeah, in the, the past, police, they man. did say that he was a little aggressive with her, and, you know... I don't know if she actually came out and said anything. But. Yeah, but, you know, you you see it. She also didn't come out and say it didn't happen. It either. didn't happen, yeah, but so. she did... She got the, um... Straining order. Uh, order against him. Did she have a, okay, yeah, so... It's, yeah, he it's, can't it's, go within a certain amount of feet of her. Certain things, right? Like, it's everything's different, you know what I mean? Like, if, if you... Put your hands on a woman. I don't think you should be shunned from society, and I don't think society yeah. thinks you should be shunned by society. But we ain't forgetting that. Yeah, and but we can't. I, R. Kelly in. peed on a, a young lady. You know what I'm saying? But like, it dried up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not <laughs> so I guess I'm I, just <laughs> saying. This, <laughs> I'm just saying it's over. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> you know, we hang things over people's head, and sometimes, like, you know, they end up hanging themselves. Like Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. Hernandez. God damn. Yeah, I, yo, segway. <laughs> that's segway. Yo, segway. See, that's not, exactly, but you know, it's it's sad, but it's true. And yeah, it's it's. Speaking of Aaron Hernandez, he had just got off of a double murder. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not saying that he didn't do it, but I just think, you know, they didn't have enough yeah. evidence to get him with that. Um, did anyone, did y'all hear about his suicide note? They said there are three suicide notes. There's a lot of speculation about it because I guess there's little leaks from um, the, the folks who are, I guess, somehow involved in the investigation, maybe prison guards or something like that. Um, they said one was to his fiance. Uh, one was... See, one was to someone else, and then the third one is something that's up to a lot. It was, like, very controversial as far as what it may be. The first thing was it was, like, to the public, to his fans, whatever. And then someone said it was to his prison boyfriend. Yeah. But it seems like that story, the prison boyfriend thing, is really picking up some traction because now they got, like, a picture of a dude who who it might be. And also saying that his prison boyfriend was on suicide watch after they found him dead and all that type of stuff. Damn. Yeah. That shit is crazy. But yeah. he didn't confess to anything in, in the he suicide notes? He didn't confess to anything. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's a crazy situation because it's and, – and, and condolences to his family because I think a lot of people think of him as a monster, but his family did have to, you know, deal with losing someone. So, you know what I mean? That's a serious situation. Um, so condolences out to them. 
it, it just like like Nish said, how long are we gonna hold things over someone's head? Like he was in prison, mm-hmm. so he was gonna serve a life sentence. You know what I mean? And, and that's the ultimate holding something over someone's head. Like you did the crime. Yeah, that's the that's the time you got to do. And some people, you know, even like how you said, some people aren't really sympathetic towards you know like Aaron Hernandez, his family. You know, like oh, yeah, they lost someone. Yeah. Now, just even on the flip side, like with uh, Steve Stevenson, when he offed himself, the Facebook killer. That's the old homeboy that did it on tape. Yeah, okay. and people were talking about that too. Like, so when he shot himself, everybody was just like, "Yeah, yo, I'm happy that he killed himself." Da da da. I'm just Forgetting like, that there's people still dealing with that pain. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's kind it's unfair. You know, we don't we don't always tend to look at it. Social media brings quite some exactly. evil out of people. It's insane, mm-hmm. and I guess that goes right into like the social media outrage when you hear about people beefing over all the different things that's going on, beefing over Dave Chappelle or. Just a bunch of different stuff, so it's it's really interesting as far as how ugly people could become when you don't have to see them face to face. There's always gonna be a victim to something. So, if in the Joe Mixon, um, he had a bowl game, and one of the announcers was like, "I hope this kid really goes on to big things." You know, what I mean, he's been through a lot. I hope he's able to put that behind him and and wish him nothing but the best. And he he caught flack for that, um, because. It's hard. You can't look at everything from the victim's perspective, and, and uh-huh. we try to, but it's always going to be a victim or something. So there was a lady, at, a coach at Baylor, who she's like, y'all shouldn't be afraid to send your daughters to Baylor. And just a little backstory on Baylor, they have a ton of rape cases with their football team there um, to the point that some girls don't feel comfortable going to that school. Wow. Um, so she was speaking to that as a yeah. basketball coach. She her recruiting her money depends on girls coming to that school. Exactly. And she made a public statement at the middle of a game. Um, of she would send her daughters here. She no girl should be afraid to come here. And she caught flack for that because that's insensitive to the victims still on campus. That you know what I mean that you're saying. So it's oh uh, Keith brought up Dave Chappelle. In, in any comedy show, you come out there and you talk about anything. There's gonna be someone who's like, well, oh, that's not funny. Well, what happened with Chappelle? With the rape jokes he was making, uh, there was outrage about that. So he made, like, Bill Cosby jokes saying that, um, like, one joke pretty much uh, said uh, Bill Cosby raped about 50 women, but, you know, like, he bought, he paid for um, the sound system for uh, the I Have a Dream speech, and, like, he he did scholarships, <laughs> he did all these things for the black community, so, but he raped 50 women, so it's like, he tried to even it out. Yeah, how how do we regard Yo. them? Another one he talks about um, uh, a trans woman that he he felt so inclined to call him or he he refuses to call call uh, that person anything else. So the stuff like that. We we gonna touch on that and talk about it on a later episode then because that sounds like something that we should speak on. But yeah. um, but yeah, like I said, there's always gonna be a victim to something, man. Like is you can't. Be, you, and, and like he said, with social media, it's going to be a hypersensitivity to things because it's always going to be like, well, what does that mean? What are you trying to say? That doesn't agree with my views. You know what I mean? And rather than people have a real discussion, you know what I mean, and maybe sit down, talk about something, they they rather tell you why they disagree with that. You know what exactly. I mean? Rather than find out why you said that, how you, why you may feel like that, let me tell you why I think that's whack, and I think that's why it's hard for people to move, move ahead. Uh, and then, you, you know, unfortunately, we just have those people who don't think for themselves, so they just hop on, you know? They There's just, that too, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so the, the persuasive uh, opinions, you know, that's that's at an all-time high right now. So, and, but, and, and, and that brings us to our next topic, you know what I mean? So speaking of which... Uh, Coming together, maybe sit down and seeing different people's point of views, different ways of looking at life. 
You got the good folks over at Shea Butter wilding in these streets. They bro. wrong. <laughs> wilding. Wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> and I'm letting my shit go natural, too. I might have to find a new <laughs> and tail might have to be my little endorsement deal when I get out in these streets. <laughs> but, um... So I watched the ad, uh, Keith and uh, Nish actually showed me earlier, and it was kind of funny. Because once they explained it to me, <laughs> when, they, when they introduced it, I'm like, yo, uh, you know what I mean? Black people just being hypersensitive, you know what I mean? You could branch out and market to different groups. And then I seen it, and I started dying. I thought it was, uh, <laughs> it was hilarious. So yeah, give, give him a little backstory on <laughs> it, Keith. <laughs> so... I was just about to throw it to Niche, but I'll give you what I know. Okay, my <laughs> That's all good. Um, so apparently Shea Moisture, which it's the, the roots of that product line, um, is an African-American community. Okay. Essentially people of color. Um, they use it for their hair, their skin. Mm-hmm. Um, people know you know know about the, the allure of Shea Butter and Cocoa Butter for, for black people's elbows and knees and such. And, you know, it's really good for the hair. So they put out an ad. Yo, I don't even mean to cut you off. I have a white dude that I work with at my job. And he was uh, talking to me. He was like, yeah, man. He seen me using my lotion. He's like, yeah, you got that good shell butter? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm like, I was like, you mean Shay? He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, he felt embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell anyone. I'm still down. <laughs> you seen the commercials. Those working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word is spreading. Well, yeah. Darkness is spreading. No, <laughs> 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 nah, I mean... So Shea, but- Shea Moisture has its roots in the African-American community quite like Carol's daughter does or Palmer's or um, Nubian, the Nubian uh, line of soaps and lotions and stuff. But they put out an ad where they have, they feature one uh, mixed race woman and one. three three white women. Three she, was of them. she was cute though, by the way, the little mixed race woman. Oh, all, all of them were attractive women, all four of them, I believe. And they had one mixed race woman, three three uh, blonde white women. And uh, they were kind of just talking about all the great things that, that Shea Moisture does for their looks and how, you know, kind makes of... Makes them feel. Yeah, because yeah, they feel. have a tough time with doing their hair in the morning. And, <laughs> and they have a tough time with going shopping and only having a small-ass section to look at. Like, <laughs> oh man. And, and I got my fro out right now. Goddamn. I had issues this morning. So I seen the commercial, and like I said, it was it was hilarious. It was kind of like, damn, they did, they did forget they core market based. You know what I mean? And it's like you do what you do, like yeah, yeah, shit, I can't defend you on this one. Yeah, man. <laughs> I can't defend you on this one. But um, I like I kick it to these. But yeah, how, I mean, how does that make you feel as a African American woman and being a consumer of the product? Uh-huh. Honestly, it's time to move on. Does the product me. still work good though? I mean, the product is still the product, yeah. But mm-hmm. once you realize, so you yourself, know, sure, because they made a bad marketing decision. Yeah, they did. But there's so many other products out there, and like you know, the thing is, I remember when I first started transitioning into natural um, hair and getting it all right and tight. The amount of um, products that were out there for hair like mine, it was hard to find. Mm-hmm. And now that more people, more and more people are actually starting to go natural, which is great. You know, more and more products are, are becoming available, which is which is very awesome. And you know, definitely, if you want to make the move, there's other places, I mean, other brands to rock with. But you know, a lot of people were using Shea. Okay. You know, and with that being said, since they excluded us, because that's what it was, it wasn't inclusion. 
You know, like they didn't. What? 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 It was, it was a little dark skin thing at the end. At the time. end, for like, and I Son. pointed her out to you though. Yeah, you did. She did. She, you know, even I, I wouldn't have seen her if y'all didn't point her out. Yeah. It was like a little Brady Bunch square. Yeah. <laughs> but there was like and she was inside of a square. Of a yeah, square. there were like twenty squares, and she had and one she, square. Yeah, she had one square, and then what was real, you know, and not to take nothing against the length of her hair or anything like that, you know, but she had a little bit of hair, and mm. she was in the middle real quick, you know what I mean? Mm. So it was like, come on, fam. And she walked in. And they was like, yeah, they was like, yo, all right, Hop you know what? Real quick. You know what? No, we need, we need one of you. Come on, Keisha. come through. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yo, like, it, but, but, okay, just to play devil's advocate, I love y'all, black people. Come on, don't flame me. But <laughs> I love y'all, but I don't love y'all. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, does a brand really owe any loyalty to its initial uh fan base? You yes. Know what I mean? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So, so Michael Jordan, what up, man? Because we was we was buying your shit back in the day. Like, what's good? We oh should man. Get cheaper prices in the hood. Mike, Mike, what's good, Mike, MJ? Mike can't come to the cookout. <laughs> he's not. He's not invited to the cookout. Ain't no shea butter at the cookout no more. We don't got none of that. And then I, don't, I think shea butter's looking at the same. way. like Mike is still looking at it. Like, yo, we thinking big. So we, you know what I mean? Like, either get on board or, you know what I mean? Stay where you at. Well, shea moisture, it. There's a different kind of loyalty you owe to your people, especially with uh, skin and hair being so important to the black people. You know what I'm saying? So Michael Jordan selling um, tennis shoes and T-shirts. That's important to the black community? Yeah, it's, it, it's, I yeah. hope so. It's not I, a, I absolutely yeah, hope yeah. it is. I think it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, think like, it I, is? I hope it is too. But I'm saying, like, I think, I there's think a it is. There's a community out there yeah. that's shooting each other for it. There's a community out there that's stealing it, risking, you know, what I mean, going to jail for it. Well, so. when you put it on a perspective such as that, I, I do see where you're coming from. Yeah, there's people that, that that put it on that pedestal. I don't think it should be on that pedestal. They're sneakers to me, but but also let's not put that perspective on that pedestal. Yes, this happens. They shoot each other, they fight each other. Exactly. People get robbed for Jordan. That's not the norm. But it's not the norm. I'll tell you what is the norm is uh, a black woman struggling with her hair in the morning, a black, a young black girl struggling with her hair in the morning, Uh, older black grandmother struggling with her granddaughter's hair. Not feeling accepted. Right. You know? A professional woman uh, worrying. Losing their jobs. Worried about losing their jobs or losing Losing their jobs. Losing their jobs. But y'all see what I'm coming from, though. Like, dudes waking up Saturday morning and standing online. Yeah, but we putting it on the other side, too. We woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. I agree with y'all. No, no, we're on the same page with that. But, um, so, if, just to make sure I understand where y'all come from, y'all think a higher uh, importance should be put on beauty products because of we're black? No, not necessarily. With it's, I, f- the way I look at it, even how Keith was starting to mention about, you know, y- the l- little young black girls are just being able to see someone that looks like you, mm-hmm. you know, it, it does something for you, right? You know, and like he said, so many people struggle with beauty especially being in, you know, the type of world that we live in now with social media being like, you know, the one of the things is health and beauty. When we always talk about that. So it's like being excluded from being accepted, it does something to you. I agree with that 150%. I have a um, half African-American, half Hispanic uh, daughter, and I, I want her to see Doherty Explorer. And she I mean? should. I she- want her to see, at, like, Rosa Parks. I want her to see... Black women throughout history that, that have done things, Hispanic women throughout history that have done things. <laughs> Shout out to Dora. You just get <laughs> no nah, Dora because of cartoon love. She's not thinking yeah, about no, her. No, no, no. Really. I'm trying to be funny. I'm just saying, like, no, no, that was real though. That's what's, what is she gonna look at? I, I gotta, I got the I could choose. Yeah, no, nah, Dora put in some work though. Yeah, I could choose between Barbie and, and Care Bears, or I could throw on Doc McStuffins and, and Dora, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'd rather her see something that looks like her because it's important to me to. 
to see things on on television that look yeah. like you. Um, I just like I said, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm and I think Shay went real corny with the ad. I, I'm also <laughs> blaming their marketing. I think as a business, I'm just like I'm a capital. You know what I mean? I think that it's. A, Make as much money as you can. Capitalist. I'm a capital. Uh, y'all niggas know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm a race. I'm a race runner. Race. Uh, um, I, I don't blame them for trying to branch out, but I just think that marketing decision was terrible. That was that, definitely that was. Ad could be redone, and, and and Pepsi fell victim to the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, it, I think that what they were trying to do was. was you know what I mean? Cool. You know, maybe they just wanted to find an excuse to throw Kendall Jenner. It's Kendall, right? Yeah, Kendall. Kendall Jenner in the commercial. Um, but it just wasn't done properly. It wasn't done well. It, it was a shitty product. Uh, I liked Pepsi's attempt. Um, I liked the attempt. The execution was horrific. Um, sh- as far as your question to should beauty products be put on a certain pedestal? Yeah. I think so. Depending on what it is that the treat, especially with the hair. Which Shea Moisture does a lot of. So I think Shea Moisture and Carol's Daughter and Nubian Heritage have a certain responsibility for how they market and how they, you know. Because they sell to those communities. Because they sell to those communities for something that's so important. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Know, they should understand the importance of it. They should yeah. understand it. And a lot of them, uh, you know, they were black founded. Yeah, I was, was about, about to say, we all, owned? yeah, that's what I was about to say. I don't we know always talk owned. about a black lot of support them been, black. Been sold. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they're black founded. Carol's daughter was found out by exactly. a black person. The initial investors, I believe, were um, Will and Jada um, Smith and Jay-Z. Mm. Um, Shea Moisture uh, was black founded, so was Nubian Heritage. You need, you may need to um, fact check me on Shea Moisture, but Nubian Heritage and Carol's daughter uh, for sure. And it, it is just so important when you look at in India and the Philippines, one of the top selling beauty products is skin lightening cream. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's the show how important beauty is. When you look at the beauty industry in Venezuela, people are like changing their appearance, you know what I'm saying? Getting skin bleaching and putting in fake butts and all that type of stuff, which I guess one can argue is them leaning into their ethnic look. Mm -hmm. But as far as people's appearance, that's to show the kind of sway that beauty has and the kind of important that it has, especially in the black community where you need to see black faces, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Where, Where you need to see black hair, where... You know, just years ago, I know that the natural hair is is more accepted now, or or more it's more visible, more accepted, and more under, understood now. But imagine just ten years ago, and just ten years ago, women were worried about putting their natural hair, wearing it yep. to work. That's how they woke up. Remember when white bedhead was a thing, mm-hmm. but black bedhead wasn't a thing until recently. Like yeah. you look mm-hmm. at Jimmy Butler's hair, that's like the black version of. A bedhead, yeah, and I, I I like that now. I kind of enjoy this thing where, you know, black guys are wearing their hair in that way, where it's not completely, I guess, polished, mm-hmm. and it's a cool thing. And black women could wear their hair how, how um how they were born with it. So I think it's really cool, and I think Shea Moisture has a certain responsibility to put three white women and a mixed girl in it. Kind of is irresponsible. Uh, I wouldn't go so far as to say irresponsible, <clears throat> but I would say neglectful to the people. Who got them to where they are? Nice. Yeah, and um, just to clarify, Shea uh, Shea Moisture is definitely um black owned, mm. um, mm. and co-founded by uh two black men. How's Queen Helene doing in these streets? Because back in my day, I used to, <laughs> <laughs> I used to reach down and get that Queen Helene. <laughs> that Queen Helene, as soon as you sweat, your whole body turn into a 
She just turns into a creamy mess. You know, we hold out a community though. They probably got a little YouTube ad or something out there with some black chicks in it. They rapping. Yeah, <laughs> these these brands though. I mean, some some of them are getting it. Some of them aren't. Yeah. I mean, we've had so many mishaps. Even still going on with the um with the United Airline. With the dragon homeboy off the yeah, <laughs> that's still a big thing. Did you hear about Delta? No. Delta, the uh, one of the um, oh man, one of the uh, employees or whatever, they were trying to break up a fight. Okay. He ended up hitting a girl. Little girl. Older girl. Oh. Uh, but, but he he. he I mean, you you her. see him. He 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 punched her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not punch, but like just hit her down. So I mean, Delta United. Who's next? Uh, y'all ain't supposed to be wilding on these airplanes. I'm like, just, I'm just you know saying. I mean? The marshals could start pulling out guns. It could be a whole other situation. So let's, yeah. let's keep it. You know what I mean? They tell you get off that plane, you better take that voucher home. <laughs> well, people. Well, on that note, people are saying Heineken is doing it right with their um, public relations. That as ad? far as the, the yeah the ad. Yeah. Tell them, tell them about that. We watched. We tried to watch it. It was. It was like a, what a uh, four, four minute, minute. It's a four minute ad. It turned into a um, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, they have. We watched the DVR version. <laughs> they pretty much. They pretty much had a bunch of people of different pol- political persuasions um, work together on what like projects or doing stuff, and they don't know that each other that they each had different um, political viewpoints. So. They work together. Then I guess at the end of the commercial, they find out that they all have these different viewpoints, but they got to along together very well before they knew their political viewpoints. So I guess it's to show that you know people are talking past each other and being mean to each other when they don't need to. Is just because you know all this um, divisiveness in the country and people being polarized to you know their, their different corners. I guess. Having a brewski heals it. Having, <laughs> having a lager just fixes that all up. <laughs> fixes it all up, right? Yeah, I mean, Obama tried that. Remember when, when that uh, Harvard professor got hemmed up back in, like, 2009 okay. uh, by a cop? Oh, no. So he was trying to get into his house, and a cop was like, you're trying to break in? I guess the yeah. house is too nice for this particular professor. His name was Henry Gates. Okay. And Obama's oh, like, yeah. Obama's like, damn, uh, y'all want to come to the White House for a beer? Fix <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Fix all this this racial tension. <laughs> well, just the, he had the, just the black dude come to his crib. Or he had, the cop, he had the cop and the oh, um, cop too. The, the mm-hmm. cop and the um, Henry Gates Jr. He has a show on PBS. I think he does. It still does. Okay. Um, come to the White House. And say yeah, have a beer and let's have like a hash it out. And we see how that worked. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be hundred with y'all. Though. I didn't I didn't find offense to the Pepsi ad. I thought it was done very stupid, and it wasn't an intelligent way to convey their message. But I wasn't offended. It t- takes more to offend me, and I, I think that speaks to the, the culture that we said earlier. Like, what are y'all getting offended about? You know what I mean? I, I feel like, yo, say Pepsi, yo, this is stupid. You know, let them know that it was done. But people out there really offended. Like, for what? Like, if you gonna let someone's ignorance ruin your day, I can't let it. You know what I mean? Like. <sighs> and that's like ignorance. And I don't really think Pepsi even knew what they was doing. Like, you know, well, what that's I mean? the like, that's the mm. that's the thing. You know, I feel like you have to be responsible for things like that too. Yeah. Being a big brand, you know, and you have to make sure that the marketing is tight because you have people who are like you who aren't as like you know sensitive, mm-hmm. and then you have people who are just like black, 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 black. You know, and I mean, come on. When I when I looked at the Pepsi commercial, I was like, wait, wait, wait who's who's Pepsi going to? Oh, wait, there. Wait a minute! <laughs> I'm like, dog. He 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 thirsty. Like, well, 
I could see why people get sensitive about it because it seems to trivialize something as extremely serious. Yeah. People yeah, yeah, feel yeah. a way about it. People lost lives. Um, if people felt like their own lives, it's anyone real. who looked like them, that their lives did not matter at all. So to fix it with a soda yeah. <laughs> is weird. Top and, pop. <laughs> but, but I see what you're saying, that people got over sens- overly sensitive about it because they're saying that um, Pepsi kind of like appropriated. The, there's this imagery of the girl rolling up to the cops with the, with the flowers or ex, whatever. Ex, uh, yes, exactly. It was a black woman, and then there was like a line of cops, like the riot line, and she kind of walks up to them, and someone took that, you know, that, that uh-huh. nice wide angle shot of this going on. What Con- did they do to her though? Did they hem her up and throw her on the ground? No, no was, she she just gave him the the, the flower. The picture I see, they look like they about to they like they about to like pounce on her. But yeah. it, I didn't think I was like, how could they? You know I forgot I mean? that's that's what Pepsi meant to do was recreate. I don't yeah. know if they meant to do that, but people were comparing. Yeah, it, comparing but I, the two pictures, like if you were to pause the Kendall Jenner commercial and then look at that picture. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what people do around. They, I'm a Coca Cola fan, anyways. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink that shit. You know I, mean? I drink Canada Dry. <laughs> I just think, like, in, in everything, like we say, you know what I mean? There's going to be someone that's going to be offended by it. They're either going to be happy or sad. You can't even really, uh, you can't please everybody. I don't, y'all watch the show Survivor's Remorse? No. It's, it's uh, loosely based off of LeBron's life. But there was an episode um, where uh, a darker-skinned lady um, was, in turn, was, was in charge of the marketing for a photo shoot. And she mm-hmm. wanted a darker-skinned model, um, but the darker-skinned model took another, uh, took another uh, uh, job. So they sent a, a lighter-skinned model. And she took her off the, the photo shoot literally because she was light-skinned and because she wanted, like you said, a representation mm-hmm. of herself in there. And it kind of, like, set things back. It cost them more money, you know, it threw everything off. And she, But that was important to her, you know what I mean? And she couldn't she couldn't really convey to everybody why it was necessary for it to happen like that. I don't, you know, you'd have to see the episode to see. You know, yeah, I got to watch more, that. Yeah. I know um, Kendrick Lamar in that video, I forgot for which song. Humble? Is it for Humble? Where um, I guess he had women not so dolled up or like real uh-huh. real women with stretch marks and stuff like uh-huh. that so he tried to lean Be into humble. women's beauty but i read about there was backlash because they're like i don't need kendrick lamar to defend my <laughs> defend my womanhood <laughs> i'm like damn i was like Shit. can't can't win yeah and it makes people afraid to touch on the subject so i think pepsi the i see what the backlash but you can't be knocking people so hard for making the attempt because the way our world is the climate of the world is that we're looking for people in in of great influence like a, a pepsi a pepsico to you know speak to their stakeholders who because they got the voice yeah. they have the voice speak, speak for the stakeholders who don't necessarily have that voice so companies are under pressure so you see silicon valley they're paying workers um paid days to go protest with protest Trump and stuff like that. People are leaning in to these different uh, political causes mm. and these different societal causes. So, I mean, that's why I have to applaud Pepsi for making the attempt because other companies will stay far, far away. If yeah. you ask me, I think the Heineken um, ad was playing it super safe. Mm-hmm. They didn't mention color or nothing like that. They mentioned a few political views, but that's playing it safe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well. Oh, I, do, I, do. I, I see what you're saying, too, yeah. on that whole with, with Pepsi actually, you know, getting in the middle of the rope and actually trying to jump. I got you. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame them, though. I'd rather you try and fail 
than to not try to use your voice at all. Exactly, and that's the part I like about it. Now, but I do understand the outrage. But I do really, especially as someone who appreciates comedy and appreciates art and people just going out there and trying, that was a good try. But to say that that Kendall Jenner and a can of Pepsi is going to save race relations. That's a, a rough one. See, but I, what I was it intended for that? And then the the other, just even coming on the other side from when we were talking earlier is like, okay, well, how long did we be mad at Pepsi for? Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they did try, they failed. How long do we be mad? We at should them give for? them another chance. Yeah, I mean, so now and that. <laughs> I want them to try something like that. It, again. It, and now I, I even go front. I'm ready to see them come back with something dope because now it has to be something crazy. Yeah, yeah they can't fail twice. Yeah, then, then. It's, <laughs> look, look, it's just like the uh, when we talk about the Remy Ma and uh, and uh, Nikki. Nikki yo, like yo, okay. now now yo, Pepsi gotta come back. It's gonna be something dope, but it's gonna be something they're gonna have like frogs. Selling the, the soda now. They're gonna, <laughs> you watch, man. Gonna, it's gonna be something. Get a ge- gecko in the commercial. They're gonna have a gecko yeah. and a frog freestyle rapping or something but like that. Imagine if that Pepsi commercial would have came out during Super Bowl. Now would have been. Well, no, Jerry Rice had his wild commercial around the Super Bowl. He had a chicken wing rotating on a uh, football helmet. <laughs> 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 yo, what's going on? Like, yo, but, niggas getting away with shit. Doug yeah. Grant Hill got a Pizza Hut commercial where he wearing some damn high tops. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza Hut high. Get, come on, man. Some, they slip, some shit slipping through the cracks. That's what y'all should get offended about. Leave Playboy, Playboy finding it, though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that chicken that chicken football helmet commercial is ridiculous. The huge uh, biscuit. What yeah. is he doing? And I think because i don't know man i just feel like people choose what to get outraged about that commercial is far worse than a pepsi commercial and i know people probably roast me for that but i'd rather this this pepsi commercial on tv than than jerry rice Rice eating chicken out of a football helmet it's just (laughs) it's rotating rotating, (laughs) that was horrific (laughs) remember the um all this stuff reminds me of the old McDonald's commercials when they, they had a bunch of all those commercials playing on BET, like the dude who got a job. Dave Chappelle did a spoof on Calvin, it. Calvin? Uh, yeah, Calvin. <laughs> Calvin got a job. It, it was <laughs> It's ridiculous, man. Yo, we got to wrap it up right there, y'all. But uh, make sure y'all check us out. Uh, Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram. Go follow us on SoundCloud also. Perfect, SoundCloud.com slash Perfect Talk Radio. Wait, wait. Well, real quick before we go. Because oh, uh, right, right, you was making I'm me okay. think when we was talking about the whole Pepsi and everything. I'm before okay. we leave. No, no. Yo, I did y'all. No, no, no. Not even. Did y'all hear about. This is. It's mad quick, but the whole thing with uh the girl who broke into Drake's house. Nah, no, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> you, you breaking news. Yo, this made me think about Thirsty. They was talking about the chick was wild thirsty. She broke into Drake's crib and she she didn't take anything, but she was just drinking like soda and like eating his snacks wow. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's shit I'd be nervous yo, about. I'd rather someone come yo. in and take something. They said when, when um his peoples came back and everything, she was just in there chilling with a hoodie on and shit. <laughs> Yo, but they have Where recently dropped the charges. I don't know exactly because mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing he probably has multiple yeah. pads, but they didn't really say which one. But I'm like, damn, like she was just like low key up in there just chilling. But then the other part of me was like, what, did she really break in or did somebody just did leave, leave her? her really? <laughs> <laughs> she thought that she could just hang out. <laughs> 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 it's Mr. Made the whole security <laughs> system and everything. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm oh no, nah, yo, I just. I just thought that shit was too funny, she man. Got the, she got the Home Alone shit. She's yeah. hiding, hiding in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> she woke up like, what? Yo, imagine coming back home and you just see somebody eating your snacks. And wearing your hoodie. <laughs> yeah. That's the 
the most offensive part. Yeah. <laughs> just rocking his hoodie. If somebody, if I broke in, if I came home and, and I see a, a, a woman wearing my Old Navy performance <laughs> fleece, <laughs> I see a woman wearing my performance fleece, I'm freaking out, son. <laughs> <laughs> check us out on social media uh, like I said uh, Instagram Perfect Talk Radio uh, SoundCloud.com Perfect Talk Radio Niche tell me where to follow you at yeah yeah on um, everywhere Graham um, at A-O Niche A-Y-O N-I-S-H oh and on Snap uh, pal A-O Niche P-O-W A-Y-O N-I-S-H and shout out to everybody out there with allergies word you are not alone DJ Playboy on Twitter Click a peasy on Instagram. Where they can follow you at, Keith? Keith. <laughs> In life. <laughs> Send that nigga a letter. And uh, remember to get better every day, y'all. And, uh... Send him a letter. <laughs> Say goodbye to the people, y'all. Peace. Peace.